Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Learner's Corner. This is the podcast for lifelong learners where we learn about different people, organizations, events, and topics. My name is Caleb Mason, and this is my co-host, Todd Hixenbaugh. Today, we are going to be learning from the Wright Brothers. So this is a book that Caleb and I um, found out about um, originally from um, a pastor uh, at North Point Community Church. His name is Jeff Henderson um, at Catalyst Conference. Uh, we, we heard about this book. He mentioned it in one of the talks that he gave. And uh, he was just talking about it as one of the books that he was reading at the moment that he was that was really kind of inspiring him. And uh, when we heard that, we were like, man, maybe this is something that we should check out. And so I went out and uh, I bought it and just, I read through it and it was just a terrific, terrific read. It actually made it into, into uh, Caleb's um, top 20 best books that he read um, for 2016. So, I mean, it was a really, really phenomenal, phenomenal book. And so I just wanted to give you um, all just a, a brief overview of kind of what, what the book was about. Um, and if you want, you can go out and, uh, and purchase it. We'll have that in the show notes, so the, uh, a link uh, to Amazon um, in the show notes so that you can, um, you can go ahead and, and purchase it if you would like there. Yeah. And I remember Todd was talking about this book so much that um, literally it wasn't on my radar anymore. And Todd just kept talking about it, talking about it, talking about it. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. And I read the book and I was like, holy cow, this thing is extremely good. And it really was. So so just a little overview of, of, of what the book was. Um, so it really walks through the Wright brothers' life. Um, Wilbur and Orville, um, right, they were born in, in Dayton, um, Dayton, Ohio, um, which is where Caleb and I are from. We're from we're from Ohio, so it was uh, it was also a little bit of a sentimental thing as well. Yeah. Um. And, and later on, we'll talk about one of my favorite one of my favorite quotes, which I think both of us kind of um were on were on track with with that. But um. So so the book is about their life, and so it starts out um just with with their early beginnings and and kind of the fact that both of them from an early age were were very avid readers and very avid learners, which is really also quite relevant to the stuff that, that Caleb and I like to talk about and yeah, do. Which is a big part of the podcast. Which is a huge part of the podcast. So so they were avid, avid readers and avid learners. So much so that they, they, they were into all sorts of different things. So as children, they were into drawing things. Um, they would draw wildlife. They would draw... Um, they would they would try to do architecture things. They would do all sorts of different stuff like this. And so from a very early age, it was very evident that they were um, people who who were constantly exploring, constantly learning, and constantly growing in many different ways. And so it, it continued to progress um, for them. And eventually, they opened up their own bicycle shop. Uh, that was actually what Wilbur and Orville uh, did. Is they, they t- the way that they funded most of their their stuff working on these these airplanes was um, through through their bicycle shop. Um, and, and they did a lot of different things with that. Uh, and so, they, they yes, they actually ran their own bicycle um, shop. And they actually made bicycles there. So it wasn't just like they sold them or that they repaired them. They actually, they actually would make them and they had their own designs. And so from that shop um, um, came a whole bunch of pieces to the story. And you guys can read about that in the book. There's a lot of really interesting things that kind of take place around around that shop. But one of them is that they began quickly to realize that they loved machines. They loved how machines worked and it fascinated them. All sorts of different machines. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that they loved to draw as kids and even up to that time and that what they liked to study was birds. 
and it absolutely fascinated them. Birds just fascinated them. And so they studied everything that had to do with flying, um, that had to do with birds. Um, they looked at they looked at philosophers and what they thought about birds and how to fly. They looked at different people who had tried flying machines in the past, and, and they just were totally, totally captivated by the act of flight. And they were also captivated by machines. And so eventually this led them to build uh, the, their first, their, their first, their first um, fly. They called it a flying machine. And so they, they went down to, um, to Kitty Hawk, which is in North Carolina, and they did their first test. Now, what most people don't know about them is that um, they would work the entire year and save their money at the bicycle shop at the bicycle at the bicycle shop in Ohio. They would save their money all year. They would do repairs. They'd sell bikes. They'd do whatever. And by the way, which they were very successful at, um, they were already very successful with this shop. And then they would go and they would they would spend the money to travel down there and to be able to live for about a month. This is the first couple of test flights that they did. Um, they would go down there and live for about a month. And it's, there's really the the story of how they lived down there is amazing. They actually built their own, um, shelter down there. They didn't stay at a person's house or anything like that. They actually built their own, their own shelter. It's a great, great story, um, to, to, to read about that. Um, but the interesting thing is, is we often think of the Wright brothers as having that moment where it finally they finally make the flight. But the funny thing is about their story is it wasn't until the third or fourth time of going down there that they actually they actually achieved a successful, a really truly successful <laughs> flight. And this included in the previous in their previous experiments crashes that injured them to the point where uh, at one point they um, they were hurt and and had to. They, they had to suspend um, any type of experimentation for a while. And so it, it, all sorts of trial and error was going on, but they continued to persevere. And so this story continued until they had their first successful flight. And then they brought their um, flying machine back to Dayton. And that's where once they had completed a lot of this experimentation, a lot of that, um, they began to have finally have true success. And they, they would fly in a field near Dayton, they would take the train and they would come out to um, this big field that they were allowed to use and, and they would fly. And this is where they gained their fame. This is where people started to come from all over the place. And eventually this led to them, um, to, to, to them going over to France. And they spent a lot of time in France. Um, and this is where they showcased to the world where that what their flying machine could actually do now the funny thing is is that all while this is going on through all these years um there is actually the federal united states federal government is given thousands of dollars to a to a scientist to do the exact same thing that the wright brothers were doing now this person had more resources had more um people working with him and helping him and he basically had all of the, the, the gizmos and gadgets and, and, and power behind him to be able to accomplish this thing. However, it's the Wright brothers ultimately that succeed. And so it's a really fun story. Um, and I really encourage you guys to really dig in and, and read through this story and really find out more about it. Yeah. And one of my favorite things about <clears throat> this biography is that it doesn't stop as soon as they start flying in Kitty Hawk. It follows the journey afterward all the way up through the rest of their lives. Right. And so we, we really see their their story seen to completion. 
And, and so what we're going to do is we're going to talk through um, some of our takeaways. As we've read this book now, um, what, what did we get take away from it? Because when we read biographies and things like that, they're not books that are like self-help books or anything like that that, that are, are immediately applicable. However, when we look at the invisibles, when we look at the things that are underneath, we definitely can, can begin to pick out takeaways and truths that, um, that, that just help us um, and, and be able to help us to learn, to learn something maybe about ourselves or a key truth um, just about life. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to start with Caleb. He has his first takeaway. Yeah, I would say um, one of the takeaways from this book, really, um, it wasn't a quote from this book, but it was uh, it just reminded me of a quote from Andy Stanley. Um, to where he said, you know, your job may not be able to accomplish something, but to inspire someone. And whenever you first start reading the book, you hear of two gentlemen named Otto uh, Leonthal and Louis-Pierre Mouliard. And here's the thing, is that Otto was a German glide enthusiast. And uh, Louis was the author of a book named Empire of the Air. And both of them, I think, end up dying in crashes. I know. Um, uh, yep. Yeah, they end up dying in crashes. And neither one of them accomplished what they set out to do. None of them accomplished flight. But here's the thing. As little did they know that two young men named Orville and Wilbur Wright followed them and learned from them. You know, I think it says in the book um, that, is it Orville? Or, yes, I think, no, it was Wilbur. Wilbur read through um, Empire of the Air and <coughs> studied it and ended up learning from birds about the power of flight and it helped influence everything that he did. Yep. Yeah, so I, I really, so what would be, what would you say is your takeaway from that then? Like from the fact that, that they, that they, mm-hmm. that they followed somebody that they really read and dug through other people's stuff. Mm-hmm. What would you say is the, is a key thing that we can get from that? I would say that um, just because you don't set out to accomplish what you wanted to do doesn't mean that you failed because ultimately what you've done could inspire someone else to accomplish what you set out to do. Yeah. So it's never, Hey, just because I failed at something failure. And we've talked about this in previous episodes before, but failure is never final. It doesn't ever have to be final. Great. Anything else on that, on that, on that takeaway? All right. So, so I have a takeaway. One of my takeaways is, is, is this. Um, as I'm as I'm reading through this book, and I, this is a as I look at the totality of of the book, the major thing that I see is um, it isn't necessarily how much resources you have or who's helping you, as much as it is about perseverance. So what we see in the book is um, people, the, the U.S. government, trying to fund this major project, and they're trying to push it through, and there's deadlines, and they're trying to do this as quickly as possible. On one side. On the other side, we see Orville and Wilbur Wright, who, like we said at the beginning, they had researched, they had studied, and then they funded this on their own. And what that meant was that they couldn't just go out and simply rush through the process. What they actually had to do is hand make everything. And they did. And they they were meticulous in how they did every aspect of their project. 
from from the way from from coming up with original designs for for the motor to the propeller, to the way that they used the canvas to make the wings. Every aspect was meticulous and it was time consuming. And so when I look at this and when I look at what that compared to what the 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 the, the heavily resourced and, and government backed project, when I compare the two, what I see is perseverance and patience being the keys. And so as I as I look at this book, one of the major things that I that I took away from it was um, it's that patience and perseverance are often the key to success. They're often the key to success. Yeah, that that was one of my big takeaways from there. And you know, just a couple of examples of those is you know, kind of what you mentioned earlier is that um, Kitty Hawk was not just a one-time trip. Literally, they went back several times, and then they would go back home after they went to Kitty Hawk, or they would raise the money so that they could afford to go to Kitty Hawk, do all this experimentation. And then hope it would work. And then sometimes, as we see, it didn't work necessarily. And I remember one time, I want to say it was after the second flight, but I can't remember exactly, is, you know, they used all this experimentation and all of this data that they had got from um, Otto and from Louis. And they found out that their measurements were were completely wrong. They were wrong. And they actually had to go back and, and they went back to the drawing board really. And they redid all of the research that they had thought and were operating off of was correct. Yep. Uh, you're totally right and about that. It ended up being completely wrong. And I remember um, ending the section of the book and they were completely devastated. Yep. Because they found out they had to start all over, you know. Even to the point of questioning whether they should continue. Exactly. Because, you know, there's this quote from Orville and he said, you know, we had to go back and discover everything ourselves to the point where they actually had to redesign a wind a wind tunnel a miniature wind tunnel to be to be able to 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 look at flight patterns of different things Mm -hmm. they had to go all the way back to that point yep and so for a lot of people the perseverance part would end there and even whenever they're in despair um it would be a point for many of us when we would turn away however what they found out was was that as soon as they pushed through with the with the with the research as soon as they did that, it, it 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 exploded with results. Yep. Yeah, their 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 perseverance it just it doesn't stop because it's you think through how many times they got hurt, how many times, and they kept going. They didn't stop, and um, through yeah. bad weather when they were at Kitty Hawk mm-hmm. on multiple occasions, they had there was bad weather that happened that for for days and days they couldn't even experiment and they were living off of the food that they had and they were spending money on those days but having no time to experiment yep. and just all of the things that they had to push through to be able to 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 realize the dream that they had yeah and and then to be able to finally see the dream realized and and, and really the moment of, of of perseverance paying off for me in this book is is when when they're in France and when they're doing daily flights and there's crowds of thousands of people mm-hmm. thousands and thousands of people and there's some great quotes that some people in the crowd and I'll let you read those for yourself but there's some really great quotes from basically celebrities of the time who come out to see them in France and it's just amazing and Caleb do you have one of those and this is one of my favorite quotes from the book he says with us flying is not an experiment it is a demonstration But here's the thing that we can't overlook. That took a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of resources. And that's something that 
difficult for us to remember is that, you know what, sometimes before we get the result that we want, we got to put in a ton of effort. We got to continue to persevere. And in fact, um, another one of my favorite quotes that I think just sums up this um, point of perseverance perfectly is this. And this is what McCullough um, said when writing the book. In no way did any of this discourage or deter Wilbur and Orville Wright any more than the fact that they had had no college education, nor, nor no formal technical training, no experience working with anyone other than themselves, no friends in high places, no financial backers, no government subsidies, and little money of their own. Or the entirely real possibility that at some point they could be killed. Yeah, that's a great quote. That really, It really does sum up this book, and it sums up kind of their lives. Um, because they were very, they were definitely people who relied on themselves, and they also relied on each other. And they definitely, because as brothers, they had a very close, close relationship. What's another takeaway that you had, Caleb? I would say um, another takeaway um, from them, and just something that stood out to me, was their willingness to risk. Like, literally, um, some of them were big risks and some of them were small risks. Like, one of the risks, and it's, yes, it's on the smaller side, but one of the risks that Wilbur took very early on, whenever you're doing this, is that he wrote to the Smithsonian Institution for everything that they had on flight. Yeah, and I, that, that part in the book, um, they are, they're definitely trying to do research and they're definitely trying to, to figure this out. What's, what's crazy, and you'll see this, you'll see this in the book, is that at that time the government was just starting to to crank up their their project on flight as well, and so here we have him writing to a government organization, part of the government organization, right? And he's trying to get the information. Go on, go on with that. Yeah, and one one of the quotes that um, from the book is it says that along with the cost of experiments in flight, the risks of humiliating failure, injury, and of course death. There was the inevitable, inevitable prospect of being mocked as a crank, a crackpot, and in many cases, with good reason. So it wasn't just the fact that they might get hurt. It wasn't just the fact that they could even die mm-hmm. from this thing. Literally, their hometown <clears throat> mocked them in a sense. I remember um, towards the end of the book, it says that it took nearly 10 years for the Wright brothers to, or for the Wright brothers to be recognized in their hometown, after they started flying. Yep. Yeah. Um, Jesus talks about the same type of thing, right, in the New Testament. Whenever he says um, a prophet will never find a place to rest in his hometown, mm-hmm. and and it's so true that oftentimes the people who are closest to us they 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 find it unbelievable. Why? Because they knew us when we were ten and when we were stupid, right? Like they knew us then. And so, even though they had these, they were these, they had these famous celebrities. Basically, in France, they were huge. They were huge. They were meeting with 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 the elite people that were in the French government. They were meeting at this point with people in the in the United States federal government. I mean, they were huge, huge mm-hmm. celebrities overseas and within the United States government. And their own, the only people that they lived in the town of Dayton with, 
didn't recognize them, which is all different now, by the way. Um, there's there's definitely when you go to Dayton. Oh, they love them. Like they, Wolverine Orbitville Rider, huge. Yeah. I mean, that's a huge thing down there now. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, whenever you try to do something impossible, people make fun of you to it because they think there's no way you could possibly do that until it's accomplished. Yep. And the, po- and the possible is only impossible until it's accomplished. I mean, and I understand, like, it took a lot of preparation, a lot of hard work for the accomplished this, but you just got to think. Like, this wasn't just all on their own. It did involve some luck because they didn't die. Like, they didn't get hurt enough to where they couldn't continue to work on it. And, like, that's just the thing is that, you know, I forget what it is, but it's whenever luck or preparation meets opportunity, that's when luck happens. And that's just huge for anything trying to accomplish something great. Yeah, and going off of um, going off of the greatness thing, that's my last take that I have about this. And so one of the things that I appreciate a lot, and I appreciate this not just in this book, but also in culture as well, and we've talked about this before, I appreciate greatness. Um, I, I, I love Starbucks and I love Apple. And why? Because there's sustained sustained success over a great amount of time. Yeah. What does that mean? It means greatness. And so whenever I look at, at this book and whenever I see Orville and, and Wilbur Wright, I see people who accomplished greatness. But what did it take? It's the same thing as, as, as the New England Patriots who just won the Super Bowl recently. Yeah, at the time of this recording, like literally just a few days ago, the New England Patriots just beat the Atlanta Falcons in overtime overcoming the greatest deficit in Super Bowl history. And 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 why do I pre- that that victory, that them overcoming that deficit is p- a piece of it. But it's a piece in a larger story. Mm-hmm. It's a piece in a larger story. And so whenever we see the success that they have later in their life, that part couldn't have been told without all of the other smaller stories that added into this larger picture that created this great achievement. And by the way, um, what an achievement it is! They 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 achieved something that, you know, flight for humans now is nothing, and it's because of these two men and what they decided and what they what they accomplished. They accomplished something that had never been done before. How many times can people say that? Right. Um, even even Steve Jobs, whenever he comes out with the iPhone, cell phones had been a thing before that. Mm-hmm. Telephones had been a thing before that. Um, whenever you look at at a lot of new inventions. Um, they, 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 they are, they're new, but, but there's, there's, there's something maybe that came before them. These guys accomplished something that had never been done before, but back to the greatness piece. Um, I look at brands like I, like I mentioned, and, and the fact of the matter is, is that when we look at really, really, truly great things, we, t- and we use great, the word great, by the way, all the time, but there's actually a small number of things that truly represent what great is and, and what is great. Great is defined in my opinion by sustained success over a long period of time. And so what we've seen is a long period of time where there was excellence in place. Uh, these men handcrafted everything that they used. Um, they, they repaired all of their own stuff. They never had other people re- doing the, the critical repairs. Now, they might have somebody help them to make something, but they were installing it themselves. They were working on it themselves and it was done to perfection. And not only that, but it was the way that they even they even came up with the ways of flying these things. Everything was done meticulously and it was done well. And the end result of all the preparation and all of the hard work was this great, great 
accomplishment. And so the takeaway that I get is whenever we put in the hard work and whenever we put in the preparation and whenever we have the right circumstances that come together with that combination, what it creates is greatness. And it can be greatness in a bunch of different ways. It can be greatness in the workplace. It can be greatness within your personal life as a, as a, as a member of your family. It could be in other relationships, but whatever it is, when we put hard work and preparation into something, oftentimes the result is greater than what it would have been without it. And so it was really inspiring to read their story and to see greatness because I really do appreciate that whenever I see people that are doing things that can truly be used, that the word great can truly be used. And so um, now as, as I think about them, it, it, the, it just is always something that now sticks in my brain. Whenever I hear people say Wilbur and Orville Wright, great is by their name. The same as it is whenever I think of Michael Jordan, same as whenever I think of Tom Brady or whoever, whenever I think of Apple, or whenever I think of different companies and organizations like that. They're the same. The word great comes to my mind. Now, we want to give you a chance to win this book, or this copy of the Wright Brothers. Yeah, so what we're going to be doing is we're having a competition, and all you have to do to win this book is go on Twitter and add us at Learners Podcast. And what you need to do is, is all you have to do is type in something that you have been learning from one of our previous episodes. And what we'll do is to all of our U.S.-based listeners, we're going to be shipping a copy of this book to you. Yes, and the reason why we say U.S. is because we know there are some of you who don't listen um, from the U.S. You know you listen from France or from Spain. Or Slovenia. Which there is one person. There's one know, person. At least one person who listens from Slovenia. One of you is from Slovenia. Shout out to you. Yeah, so um, think back through our previous episodes or even from this episode and, you know, tag us um, at our handle at Learners Podcast and give us a follow and let us know what's one of the biggest things that you've learned from listening to this podcast. I love how you just gave a shameless plug for um, following our Twitter page. I like that. Well, it's the best way to keep up with what's going on with us at the Learners Podcast. This is what I deal with all the time. Anyways... So all you have to do is do that, and what we'll do is we'll, we will uh, we'll, we'll announce on the next episode, we'll be announcing who the winner is, and what we'll do is we're going to send you a copy of this book, and it'll be great because you guys can join in the conversation in another way as well by actually getting to read what we're talking about. Now, on our next episode, we're actually going to be talking about the topic of women and leadership. And it's a topic that I know I'm very much um, looking forward to talking about on our next episode. And the best way to make sure that you don't miss our next episode is by subscribing to our podcast on iTunes. If you want to see some of our key takeaways from this episode, check out our show notes. So in the show notes, it's just another way for you to be able to, con- to connect with us and to connect with what we, we talked about in an episode. And so basically what, what, what the show notes are is it's basically us taking a highlighter and just highlighting some key things that you guys can, can easily use, such as um, we, we have quotes from either the person who we interviewed or from something that we said that there's quotes in there that you can just drop right into Twitter. We also have any links that we talked about maybe to a book on Amazon or to any websites or articles or anything like that. It's all in the show notes. And it's really a great tool to be able to use at maybe after the podcast when you just want to look back and, and catch up on, on just some quick quick sound bites or while you're actually listening to it. It's a great way to kind of be able to follow along and see exactly what we're talking about and be able to go directly to those spots on the internet for yourself. So it's a great tool that we provide you guys to be able to keep up with what's going on. 
And if this podcast has helped you in any way, leave us a rating and write a review of the podcast on iTunes. If you want to continue the conversation, you can follow us on Facebook or go to our Instagram page and follow us on our handle at The Learner's Corner or follow us on Twitter and mention us there um, and you can enter a chance to win the copy of the Wright Brothers book and our handle is at Learner's Podcast. And until next time, keep learning and keep growing. <laughs>